Think Fit, Be Fit, effective thinking for potent workouts. Think Fit, Be Fit is dedicated to creating a new conversation about your exercise. Our podcast helps to uncover how the fitness industry has misled us, and it will show you that if you believe in your ability to improve your body through exercise, you don't need to rely on diluted or shallow information. Today's conversation is with a colleague that I met in the Muscle Activation Techniques uh, Specialist Program, and his name is Ruby. He owns a fitness and injury rehab company in London. He is actually from Portugal. You will hear his charming accent very soon. And we have this really interesting conversation about exercise that is aligned with how the body and brain and mind re respond to exercise and what is going on within the body, mind, and brain during exercise and how we account for these um, this amazing science of neuroplasticity and growing new neural networks with exercise, how we take those concepts into a training process. And I'm saying we very, um, I, and you know, I shouldn't be because he does a lot of the talking. But if you don't know, um, my name's Jen Schwartz and I am your hostess and I just love hosting this podcast and bringing insider exercise science information from leaders like Rui in fitness and using exercise to take care of our old injuries. So we're going to uh, talk about the how the body is interconnected with movement and how the brain, like I said, responds to exercise uh, during exercise. We also talk about something called brain mapping and drawing on how the brain collects information to improve resistance training and what it means to use imagery in strength training to improve perceptions of pain. Uh, there's going to be some really important tips on sensation and using this type of knowledge in your exercise. It's so exciting to be able to share this and it has been one of the it I think it's the most fun and enlightened conversation I've had on this podcast and with that said I apologize kind of sorta for my my audio in the recording his sounds great which is perfect because he does most of the talking however um I, I'm not that sorry because this content is absolute fire and it's so enlightening. I really can't wait to get this on my newsletter and share it with my clients and my students of uh, Movement Pathways. If you want to learn more about what I'm doing, I am at impactyourfitness.net. You can find Rui at www.oitoo.com. And his Instagram is O-I-T-O-O underscore fitness. He shares all kinds of wonderful information on taking care of your body holistically. Uh, and I'm just so excited to share him with you guys. Obviously, I can't stop it. Um, so 
let's get to it. I can't wait to hear from you and what you think of this episode and how it resonates with you. And if you find some helpful tints, uh, hints, <laughs> hints, <laughs> I've already invited him back. So if you have questions for him, let's get them out here so we can have him back on the podcast because this is the coolest information, most insider exercise science info out there. No fluff, no um, burpees mentioned at all. And I will stand by that as we are going to talk about super high quality fitness. Uh, I, Like I said, I can't wait to hear from you guys. Bye. Denver. Okay. So Tell me, when did you get into advanced training, advanced training for trainers? Um, so I, I think it was, it was a quite a funny, a funny uh, story, to be honest, because after, after finishing my master's in sports science, I thought I was it. Uh, I'm done with studying and uh, just do my stuff now. Five years, I had enough. And then I... In the last year, actually, I had uh, uh, I specialized uh, in uni in kinesiotherapy, mm-hmm. and it was a random thing to be honest. I was like, okay, well, this is new. I'll I'll check it out, and it was very inspiring to see. Uh, so this teacher I had, she she had people flying in all over the world to see her because she used to rehabilitate like cases where. They would say oh, you're never going to walk again. Uh, you're done. Yeah, you have to. You're going to lose your arm, stuff like that. And and she had a really high success rate. And that was really inspiring how she managed to help people and to see the the reviews and the people talking about their services. That was very inspiring. And and I think re- I realized then that okay, that's actually what I want to do. I want to help people. And 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 that was actually my main motivation. And. To achieve that, uh, the basic uh, training uh, courses, they, they were not enough because I realized I'm so limited <laughs> with this information. Uh, so I start researching and studying and talking with friends and friends recommend the course or the friends recommend the course. I end up doing like the RTS, the MAT, uh, then starting to get more into neuroscience and uh, look into pain as well. So it was kind of a snowball and, and always aiming to, to, to learn more, to be able to help better and, and to be able to address the problems with, with more sustainable results, more than like a wishy-wash kind of, I'll feel better today, tomorrow I'm, I'm, I'm again the same. So I think that's the, that was the main uh, path that I took. Um, so in the States, I am pretty sure... Anyone over uh, that grew up in the state and played sports growing up, that anyone over the age of 28, 29 has some kind of injury history. Do you find that true where you work? Yes, it's it's a bit like ah, true, true. Yeah. after after a certain age, you start feeling a bit a bit more achy, a bit harder to recover. You feel it starts to feel that niggle on your back. It's like, oh, maybe it's the bed. Maybe I don't know what it is. And, and <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, it must be the mattress. It must be the mattress. You know, and uh, I do not know how to answer those questions about sleeping. At all. <laughs> oh, I know, right? It's like, oh, oh, my neck. Oh, this and that. Okay, well, it might be age. 
<laughs> or it might be something you're doing wrong. I don't know. Uh, it's always very, it varies a lot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, who do you work with on a, a regular basis? And what tools do you use most? So, the... The, the people that I work with, it's, it's, it's like an array of people, to be honest, and, and it's, it varies a lot from uh, the sedentary office worker to someone that has like actually a very physical job, like cameramans or actors. Uh, so it, it does change a lot. I, I do see some like sports people uh, as well, uh, but not uh, so much like full-time athletes, to be honest. Um, and I mainly think that it's, it's, it's due to the fact that when you're an athlete, and, and when I say athlete, it's like the full sense of it, like you are in your early 20s and you, you pay to train. You can, mm-hmm. take, you can take a lot. And, and, and no matter so what So when you, you do, are paid to train, so when it is your job. It's your job, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. In, in, that, in, in that sense, it's like, you have normally a team around you or you just can't take anything and you're not going to break down because you're so young and, and, and full of, full of uh, uh, all the good genetics. So it's, it's, you can tell them to eat McDonald's every day. Next week, you're going to test them and they're stronger. And it was like, wow, McDonald's is good for you. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I do tend to see more like, like people that have uh, full-time jobs and then they either really like sports and they compete as a as they think or just people with, that they have pens and eggs and they just want a better lifestyle and be able to play with the kids without being in pain the day after so that's yeah. more or less the, the the kind of people i see yeah and then okay so and then what um what is, what do you do with them like what is your uh process if you will? process so it's mainly exercise to be honest yeah i, I think that's uh-huh. the most powerful tool it's exercise then i do have a couple of uh, other tools and tricks where it's they're very useful to for assessments and to kind of prime the body to exercise. I think mm-hmm. that's really important. And from uh, manual muscle testing to um, movement itself, uh, see then how they move, how how do their body align when they move, um, and also then. To prime the body, I, we can use a, I use a lot of uh, um, uh, tools from uh, like skill training to local vibration to the manual muscle testing, uh, mm-hmm. and and also even imagery. Imagery training is also a very good tool uh, to prime yes. the body. Yes, yes, yes. So talk about okay. So when you say imagery training to me uh what comes to mind are being able to give my client or even myself cues that they can connect to in a way that they're seeing their body work or they're seeing themselves like on a micro level and then sometimes i'll cue them in a way that we're uh training them to manifest a new level of fitness. Um, yes. So, do you use it both ways like that too? Yes. So, I use I, I use in that way as well, and I also use to work with people that are in pain. So, if if for example, 
like if, if you have uh, pain moving your arm to the side and and you know okay the problem is actually in the, in the, in the shoulder joint and but i cannot load that joint so that's a really good tool to work with because and then i give them the the the, the guidelines uh how to do it so i, I tell them like how, how imagine you're moving your arm into flexion for example imagine you're lifting a weight imagine the muscle contracting imagine the movement imagine the effort imagine how your body's changing as the effort increases, uh, and and studies show that there's increase of twenty percent of strength output while we do that uh, that kind of twenty percent, yeah, twenty percent, yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's really interesting to see uh, improvements just working that way. And then we after that we might be able to rescue some range of motion pain free. Uh, and that gives us a bigger window then to load and progress uh, uh, that uh, injury, which is, 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 is quite nice to see. Yeah. I saw a, a study that used a metronome mm-hmm. for a isometric-based uh, exercise, and it was a tool to help focus on that which is almost an external focus, which is really interesting, but it was to help them basically rewire their pain and their danger uh, detecting or oversensitized uh, recognition of danger. So the person was having pain and using the metronome to count through the isometrics was Mm -hmm. able to help them create this new memory. And from the literature you and I shared, um, that that pain memory they even gave a name, uh, which was pain neuromatrix, right? Uh-huh. And yeah, so that's how they're. Um, I don't know. I, I find it fascinating that that is uh, a new way to look at how our body makes moment-to-moment decisions, you know? It's not even, like, that the body is in actual danger. It's, like, this overwhelming sense of danger creates a more, um, like, a stronger connection to it. And then the metronome was able to draw that attention out of the situation. Um, I don't, yeah, I find that totally fascinating. What other tools do you use for, uh, I guess, reteaching the clients to either move with more ease, move without their alarm system going off? Um, what else? I thought that that study you sent me was really fun, was interesting because it was so simple. They were using a walking mechanism, right? And mm-hmm. they just had them like kind of sit straight up and hold in their stomach, right? It's a yeah. TVA activation. <laughs> and I think that, I was thinking, I was like, did they just tell them to draw their belly button in and like tighten, you know, a little bit? Yeah. And then the arm swinging was the, was the skill that they were teaching, right? Mm-hmm. And by doing that, that created uh, less pain, right? And I don't know what. Yeah, I thought that was totally fascinating. I, I, yeah. th- that, that's it, it. Is it is super cool the the, the, the new studies and like 
what they call it's 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 time time under attention and and that's uh, cognitive attention when we do exercise um, it's key to mm-hmm. overcome injury because I think it will be important actually to mention that neurometrics uh, that uh, pain neurometrics it's we can see it as our body creates uh, as we grow up uh, a map and you, call, you can call it a brain map you can call it uh, neurometrics uh, um, mm-hmm. pain kind of thing. Uh, but it's mainly it's an array of, of information and um, uh, inf- in the receptors in the body that our brain collects information and and along the time as, as we are in, in a healthy state we we form those maps now our brain is always on a feedback kind of process analyzing uh, uh, information from the the rest of the body and see if it matches actually that map is already created when it doesn't match, and if our t- threshold is, is quite low at the moment, and if those maps don't match, that will we'll feel pain. And so if the maps don't match. Exactly. So right. what, we, uh, what our body, our brain is perceiving from uh, the neuroreceptors, uh, from uh, nociceptors, from uh, the, um, the skin, as well, because it's a main a main reset. If if that doesn't match what we have drawn in our brain, there's there's a chance of, of feeling mm. pain. So that's like a, a danger uh, alert. So be careful. Is something here not right? So I might send you a little pain, or I might send you a, a like a, a massive pain signal. Because because again, it, it's, I see it's also interesting to mention that. Pain doesn't mean that we have something structural happening, right? As you know, it's 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 it can be we can have like a a, a tissue injury, but we might not have anything. And and uh, they actually, I think they, they there's a study about it where they open up someone or scan someone, and <laughs> there was no difference uh, between uh, uh, the right knee with it was in pain and the left knee that was in pain. So it oh, was sure. Kind yeah. of okay. The brain is sending a pain signal to the left knee, but structurally there's no damage. So why is that happening? And it has to do with those mismatch uh, brain maps uh, that yeah. uh, that were not they, they were there. So and again, going back then to the attention um, uh, thing, it's it's that is key when we when we do exercises uh, to to uh, focus on. So as you're saying. That, that study uh, that they were just saying, okay, come focus on, on, the, on the stomach and, and contract or the metronome thing, uh, that will create more attention. And every, do, every time we do a task and we have to put attention on, there is more um, intracortical information mm-hmm. going down the brain to the muscles and vice versa. And, and that's key. That's kind of, we prime the body to, to, to have more attention and therefore, any change or any load we do after will be more efficient um, mm. to create change yeah. and that making that neuroplasticity happen. So we need to change, we need to understand that we need to change how the brain is, is structured at this moment mm-hmm. if you're in pain to mm-hmm. achieve a pain-free um, condition. If you have someone that has, they're walking in the door and they have a little bit of pain when they go down the stairs mm-hmm. when they're uh, when they're coming in to see you. I, that's what I mean, walking in the door. Um, when they're yeah. coming in to, to see you, 
and they're like, how, how are you today? Oh, I've got this, like, uh, I'm walking down the stairs and I can just feel this thing catch. Um, I'm, you know, I can feel it every time I take a step down. And this is something that was been in their cycle of exercise and inflammation and pain for a while. This is like not a new thing. Um, mm -hmm. So, and you're preparing them for a workout. What is the transition? What is to get them uh, either, um, you know, focused on the right thing for their workout for that day? Or what is the next thing that you're, um, I guess, coaching them to do in the exercise way? Because, I mean, muscle activation techniques and manual muscle testing, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't satisfy, I guess, what the audience needs. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. know what I would do. And I'm doing, I'm doing MAT like 95% of my day. So... Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am so curious, like what, um, when, when that tool is not always in play, what's the next thing, you know? Okay. So it's kind of a little process that I use is, is the first thing, well, after collecting a lot of information, obviously it's kind of, can I load this joint or not? Yes or no? Yeah. This client, so, this has been a client for like eight months. You know, them. you don't know. So I, I'll say, yeah. okay, do you feel pain moving? And he says, okay, I just feel pain on, and and. Let's say I feel pain just moving my arm. So in that, in that, in that case, I cannot go and, 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 and load straight away uh, or concentric exercise that, that joint. So I'll say, okay, so it feels pain. I cannot move much that, that, that joint. So let's try uh, imagery training, for example. Uh, mm. There's a really cool tool also that you can you can try to uh, create neuroplasticity uh, by uh, it's called Recognize. It's it's an app mm -hmm. actually, and okay. it's it's really cool because it's it's it, you have this little game. Let's call it that way, where is a left right um, um, recognition. So mm -hmm. you the you, if you feel back pain, you're gonna have pictures of uh, people's back bending to the right or twisting to the right or to the left. And the person has to guess as fast as possible if it's bending to the right or to the left. The majority That's of the so times, cool. the majority of the times, if you feel more pain on the right, you're going to take longer or miss more choices when the back is bending to the right. So by training that, wow. you rewire, rewiring, rewiring, how do you say rewire? It? Rewire. 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 Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, your brain um, already, and that's already changing that that structure. Uh, that's one 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 option. Then you can do like uh, an isometric, as as you do, uh, a very mm -hmm. low. You can do um, a local vibration, which. What what it is that it's it's like you can use a, a machine that vibrates at the same frequency as the the nervous system. Uh, which is between 90 and 120 hertz. Um, yeah. And what you do, you, you just vibrate the, on, the, on some muscles that have some function to, to, to lift uh, to, or to contract in the direction you want to. Uh, so on the short, shortening side. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and, okay. and, and, and it, what, what the vibration does, it decreases that inhibition, that intracortical inhibition. So you have more like... Uh, communication flow brain muscle 
And again, that's going to prime the body to uh, a better performance or, uh, or even just to be able to move without pain. So you're going to rest a little bit range there. You're going to open a little window where you can maybe apply a little bit of load. Uh, and also that will uh, help to create uh, neuroplasticity in a, in a uh, positive way. Because again, if, when we load and we feel pain, we might create maladaptations and that's not what we want. So we always want to work pain-free. Pain uh, so yeah. that's when, when, when someone is in pain and cannot move the, a joint. Then if, if, if they can move the joint, then we can use uh, the concentric work or isometric work or even eccentric work as, as, as the usual stuff. But also we still can use um, that skill training. So we, we can, especially in initial stages when... when People struggle a little bit to have awareness of like which muscles they should be contracting. Uh, they, it's it's really cool because we can use the metronome. We can use like a, um, a manual resistance, or we can use even like there's a, a fun game I do. It's with a laser point, and it, I, I have like mm. a, a a maze, and they have I, I attach the laser next to the joint. Uh, that I want to mobilize mobilize more. And they have to go to the maze without touching the walls, which is the laser point. And that creates that attention at the same as the metronome creates. So it, it creates that attention around that joint. And then it gives you a better window to load after. Does mm. it make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's that's beautiful. That's like a, oh, that's like a warm-up symphony. That's amazing. Um, the awesome... The thing I want you to expand on would be open the window. Yes. You said you said it twice, and you said open the window to load, and then open the window for more skill acquisition. Uh, if I could paraphrase, and yeah, tell me more about that. So it comes again back to the to that uh, neuroplasticity because uh, we want to create change in the brain, and that's where. Uh, everything starts. Uh, mm. So to create that, there's a couple of factors that affect a lot um, that, that change. And uh, age is one of, of those factors. And then exercise. Mm. So exercise, people that are more active have more capacity to change, to promote neuroplasticity. Uh, mm -hmm. The age, so the younger we are, the, the easier it is. Cause that's, and that's one of the reasons that when we're young, we are like sponges and we learn everything and we talk five languages and when we get older it's like it's a bit mm -hmm. harder so we, we start losing that capacity but it's still there it's still training but it's just a bit harder then a massive thing is is attention that, that attention is that focus versus distraction when we focus on something we learn so much more and and we change so much more the brain so we want to make that happen while we exercise and mm -hmm. when we load as well so the so that, that the, the cognitive attention, it's, it's something very, very, yeah. very important. It's, uh, you keep coming back to this objectifying and skill acquisition, right? So that yes. the focus is um, on a, almost like a flow, like you're, you're creating a, a, a space for their focus to go. And that is, really one of the main ways you help people. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. And just to kind of paint that picture, like what would be the opposite of that in the training? So Stare. if you, 
under fatigue, you, you go, you're uh, gonna, yeah. When you start to get fatigued, your, your, your uh, neuroplasticity will, will, will be reduced straight away. So, you and you can even create mole adaptations. Uh, if, for example, there's some people train better, feel better training uh, in the afternoon, some people in the morning. So that, that will also create some difference. Uh, the way mm. to test that, I don't know. Because mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I don't think that's, that, that there's a lot of study around that, but there's some. Uh, but I, I don't know exactly how, how, how it Yeah, I mean, it would sure. be like a way, like if you could measure like hippocampal activity or like, because like that, that's one of the areas that gets cut off once you're under like that, um, you know, uh, fight or flight, right? Yes. You start, yeah, right. So it's like maybe the opposite of that is throwing the body into, um, out of this zone of uh, flow in a sense. Like it's always, because when you're in a state of flow, you're uh, being challenged and you're also, uh, yeah, you're being challenged in like not just a playful way, but it's like safe, but it's also risk taking a small mm -hmm. amount of risk taking and versus if you were in a, uh, overly sympathetic or, uh, fight or flight, uh, modality, you would be, um, in making emergency based decisions and decisions out of, um, safety for your body. Right. Which yeah. is what I think was, was what's going on when people are, are in pain and they're exercising. Oh yeah. They're, sure. they're, they're not getting the same, um, brain uh wave stimulation they're not getting the same hormonal activity they're not getting the same um even blood flow like that'll oh, yeah. that'll totally change you know the amount of um i guess you know the the amount of gas going to the tissue um <laughs> anyways True. um yeah very cool. Oh yeah. my god. Another yeah. thing that is, is 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 really interesting is is the novelty of the stimulus. So if mm. if it's for example the maze example, when when they do a ma the maze uh, exercise with the laser pen two times, it, it, it's not new anymore. So it's kind of you kind of go to autopilot again. And mm. that defeats the purpose. So the novelty of of the stimulus is really important. So doing something new promotes mm -hmm. more neuro neuroplasticity. Uh, that's something that we can al always play with because there's a, a, a... I mean, I've often, so when I bring in the skill of, of having a resistance training specialist education, right? Mm -hmm. When I bring in the cueing and the functional anatomy into my session and I'm giving my client a cue, um, let's say we're doing an isometric squat. Mm -hmm. And my first cue, so the first block of squat training that we might be doing, I'm telling them to push into the ground with the middle of their foot and squeeze their hands together and keep their shoulders in a certain position. And that is the challenge, that is the stimulus, that is what their body is being called upon to respond to. And then um, two weeks later, 
I need uh, another, I need a novel stimulus, right? To keep, to keep this uh, beautiful squat orchestration exercise and going, right? And so if I change their foot stance like slightly, so we go into like this small, like quarter split squat stance, and now we're focusing the front foot into plantar flexion and we're taking the back foot and we're focusing on the knee flexion. Mm-hmm. Is that, and even though the knees are like basically bent the same amount, we're still squatting, right? We're still lowering our center of gravity. Is that enough of a novel stimulus to yeah, create more be. change? Yeah. yeah, it might, it might be yeah. because it's by novelty doesn't mean we need to do, you know, handstands one day and a marathon the day after. You can yeah. do gentle, <laughs> small, small changes. You know what the uh, third day is going to be? Marathon handstands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, exactly. It's 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 that progression, and 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 you know, some people that might be enough. Some people that mm-hmm. might be too much. Some people that yeah. might not be enough. So it's 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 up to the practitioner to to be the decision maker and 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 take make the call to to be able to help better. Ah, uh, yeah. to take a quick break from that incredible conversation. I hope you guys are getting as much as I did out of that because, wow. Um, So when he's talking about neuroplasticity and helping our brain just be more adaptable with exercise, we are talking about having a healthy brain. So for this little break, I wanted to bring your attention to Synergy Float Center. This is a wonderful place in Alexandria, Virginia that has flotation therapy, uh, light therapy, all kinds of meditative and restorative services for super active people. Um, They also do a lot of catering to the military population and if you're in Alexandria and you're curious about floating use my referral code you'll get a discount I'll get a high five and all is good in podcast land so here it is go to synergyfloatcenter.com referral code bk slash 978059 BK slash 978059, you'll get a discount. Um, and I want to help you strengthen your relationship with exercise. And I think this is a great way to do so. Uh, it's helped my intuition, it's helped my sleep, it's helped my uh, body recover faster, all the good stuff. Uh, and speaking of good stuff, let's get back to that amazing conversation with Rui. We covered so much and like, I just am so appreciative of you sharing this inside info with my audience. Cause like, it's just, it's just so important to me that people are better advocates for their fitness and for their, you know, because I think it's really a shame when people have the, the commitment and they want to invest in their body and they are being fooled into 
a product that is so much less, you know, like worth so much less that they're paying and their body is not able um, to like the response from their body and the investment that they made, like do not match up at all. Like yeah. that really breaks my heart. So I really appreciate you sharing this with us. Um, and if my audience, like if the audience can be able to ask a better question of their trainer and their body, um, what do you think that is? If, if they can talk to their trainer about their body. I um, think, I think the, the, the main thing would be sit down and actually talk about the process that is going to happen. So ask the trainer, say, okay, so what's the plan? What, why are you choosing this path to our program? Why are you choosing this? And, and what's the rationale behind it? Plus, there's some key factors that everyone should be aware, and it's uh, aware of progression. And, it, yeah. and this doesn't need to be linear, but it needs to be... Uh, a, a, pro, a progression. Uh, mm -hmm. Sometimes we have ups and downs, but overall, after four months, you should be in a better position than, than, than when we, we started. That's one mm -hmm. thing people should be aware. Another thing is, are they pushing through pain? And, and with pain is, I, I've said this before and, and people got confused. With pain, I don't mean a, you should not feel efforts like that efforts when when we train which is that's muscle contraction it's different mm. but like a sharp pain especially if it's unilateral sometimes mm -hmm. it's bilateral but if it's unilateral that's a, that's an alarm and you should not allow anyone to say you have to push through it that's a good thing it's it's not because if mm -hmm. the brain is saying no we have to respect that um mm -hmm. and, and, and yeah. again be, be involved in the process be involved in what are we doing? Because mm -hmm. if, if, if it's just, a, uh, if people are just buying to a, to a sexy product, and that's the mm -hmm. big owners, oh, you know, you're going you're gonna to feel amazing. And, and say, okay, so how am I assessing this? How, how I'm going to know that I'm feeling amazing? What mm -hmm. are you doing to, to make me feel amazing? What, what's rational? I think mm -hmm. that's our all valid questions that people should not be afraid to ask. Mm, yeah no yes exactly because it and like we were saying earlier like when your body is experiencing the alarm system um of pain and any type of negative feedback um you're not getting what your what your intention is no matter how hard you want it or how much you wish that you had a certain look just because you're thinking about that and you're working out in pain, like, and you're quote unquote doing all the right things, that doesn't mean that it's going to work. It might, it more than likely will work in the opposite way and not in your favor and lead to more or um, continued cycles of injury or, you know, worse, like an injury that you're not going to be able to exercise with. Or yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Two more questions. Yes. Uh, this is a fun question. Okay. Okay, so if the zombie apocalypse is coming soon, okay. what skill set do you need to acquire? Just like one, a physical one. A physical for one? Your, yeah, for, for you to prepare. 
run. Running? You need to be a better runner. <laughs> it's either running or hiding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, I think your laser pen will come in handy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, okay, good. All right. So the next one is, um, what are you doing? Uh, how can we get more of this thinking, this philosophy, this training, and um, how do people stay in touch with you? Uh, so I'm based in London, uh, UK. Uh -huh. Uh, and people can reach me through my website, uh, which is uh, oitu.com. So it's O-I-T-O-O.com. Uh -huh. um, or through social media as well. So it's oitu underscore fitness. Um, so yeah, be free just to drop me an email, put some questions. Uh, I'm happy, always happy to help. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm based in... Uh, either Leicester Square or Liverpool Street, so two sites, so uh -huh. yeah, don't be shy. And what about, yeah, what about your day retreats? My, sorry? Your day retreats. Your re oh, day yeah, my day retreats. retreats, yes. So that is a new thing coming up, and that's in uh, near Liverpool Street. Uh, so the main concept of day retreats is to, to help people to develop themselves as individuals. So we, we kind of try to work body and mind um, so we have always a structure of three kind of group classes, which is a strengthening, a, a yoga and a meditation uh, class. And then we partner up with other brands to do some uh, workshops. And the workshops depends off the time of the year. Uh, so we had one was about the winter blues. So we had a company coming in talking about uh, the science of sleeping. Uh, we had um, uh, another company coming in where we people they made their own Epsom salts in, in order mm -hmm. to relax and enjoy. Nice. Uh, yeah, with essential oils as well. So in the next one is about body empowerment, uh, and it's a women only retreat. Mm -hmm. And uh, we again we're gonna have like a strength class, yoga, meditation, and then we have uh, workshops about hormones and another mm -hmm. workshops uh, from this uh, luxury. Uh, laundry uh, brand where they're going to talk uh, how to achieve emp empowerment through pleasure. So that's going to be quite a hot Ooh. topic. Yes. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> um, any plans to bring that to like Portugal or the States? <laughs> uh, yes. I, I mean, yes, it's still, it's still baby steps, but definitely uh -huh. uh, the goal is to, to, to increase the, this audience and then take it to different places in Europe and, and why not the States? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, no, I want to hear and talk about empowerment, you know, part of the, you know, part of empowerment is like, you know, owning and saying like, you know, what it is that you want. And yes. so that's what I want. Awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First destination uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, no, we have to find a place. Uh, outside of DC, it's not. Okay. This, this, well, I guess no. The idea is that you're in the city, like in London, and creating a retreat inside the city, right? Yes. Yes. The okay. Retreat, then. Okay. Then fine, fine, fine. 
Um. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> then we can do like uh, the idea then is to to make it uh, longer and uh, mm-hmm. in different places. So it, because every retreat is unique, I, we mm-hmm. we will uh, curate the retreats according to the location or according to the theme that that that, that we are uh, involved with. So. Uh, it's going to always be unique. And that's, I think it's the fun and also the challenge for myself to create mm. every time something different. Nice. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so for much. having yeah, me. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. We did it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Yay. All right. Have a great afternoon. You too. Or it's evening. I don't know. Okay. Uh, afternoon. Yeah. Afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, so if you guys have made it this far, you're pretty much an exercise hero and I'd say smarter than like a 99.8% of trainers out there. So you've earned your freebie, obviously go to uh, impact underscore your fitness um, and check out the four reasons why you're stuck in an injury cycle. And you'll discover some of my uh, writing that is meant to help my clients and podcast listeners dive deeper into why they might continue to hurt themselves. Uh, Next week, I'll be doing a solo cast on something very near and dear to my heart, as well as uh, something almost all female athletes will want to listen in on and um after that i've got a psychologist guest who i was really impressed with that uh episode so uh wednesday releases and i look forward to seeing you on the internet